Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to Family in the Fray with me, Heather Holiday Holton, a targeted parent of three kids and adult survivor of parental alienation. This podcast is for you if you forgot who you are in the wreckage of alienation and want to reconnect with your authentic self. If you want to rebuild a vibrant life, regardless of being in relationship with your child or not. And if you want to hold space for restoring relationship with your child in a way that doesn't deplete or torture you. With some mindset shifts and practice, you can have a life that includes pleasure, ease, rest, and joy, even while you are mildly, partially, or fully alienated. My goal is for you to listen and feel supported while I give you tips, tools, and hacks to shift your day-to-day experience of being a targeted parent in order for you to feel more empowered and improve your life. The thoughts and perspectives I share are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I am open to doing better and I welcome your feedback. As always, take what feels good and leave the rest. With that said, I am so excited you are here and let's dive into today's topic. Here we go. Hello, thank you for being here and welcome to episode 30. Today we are going to talk about New Year's traditions. Um, I think y'all know now if you've listened to the episode, I'm not huge into resolutions. I'm totally into goals and self-improvement and, you know, challenging myself. But resolutions, no. Resolutions feel hard, difficult, complicated, heavy, pressurized, and weighty. And I'm not, mm, that's just not the way I want to usher in my change is to be pressurized. Nah, that's a hard no for me. Instead, I like my change to come in through ease, pleasure, joy, rest. So um, in honor of the new year that's coming up, I wanted to instead just have a lighthearted episode about New Year's traditions. Not the resolutions, but the silly other things that people all around the world do to usher in the new year. And there are some really cool things that you can do. Um, Some that are fun and frivolous and some that are just quirky and unique. And so I thought I would share some of my research. I just Googled it uh, with you here and now so that you can have your own traditions, grab a new tradition Think about why you like the one you have so much. Or if you don't like it, you can switch it up. Try something new. Keep trying something on until you find what you like. Every year, new opportunities. So um, with that, this 
whole thought was started by a friend who reminded me in the Irish tradition on midnight of the New Year's, they like to open a window and door because it helps let the old year out and the new year in. So those are the kind of things that I'll be sharing with you today. Um, it's common in a lot of cultures to eat round foods. Round foods are thought to symbolize a coin so money and fortune and eating uh, cornbread is like eating gold. It's a golden cake, right? And um, eating leafy greens could be seen as paper money. So there are a lot of food traditions around those three things, whether it's a yellow cake, um, cornbread, um, it's supposed to represent gold, round food, beans, um, peas represent the coins, and collards and kale can represent paper money. So there's that. Um, also, what you wear, you know, some traditions, the color of your underwear that you wear when the new year changes over yellow is lucky, red is for passion or relationships, green is for fortune, and white is for peace. So there's, you could, what underwear you're wearing could, could signify something. Curious if you're not wearing underwear, that, hmm, don't know what that means. They didn't, they didn't have that listed on Google. So you can make it up. You can, what going commando means. Um, that was funny. Ha ha. Okay. Some other traditions are, um, let's see here. Tossing water out of a window that helps clean out the old residue of the old year. Um, some traditions are also eating 12 different fruits. At the midnight hour, one new fruit for each month of the year. And that tradition is supposed to help um, ensure, that's the word, ensure that each month is a favorable month. So eating 12 fruits at midnight. Um, Oh, here's another tradition that's big in the Philippines is wearing polka dots. Again, these circles often are meant to represent coins. And so wearing polka dots would be in the party spirit of the new year. Um, Other lucky symbols around the world for the new year are mushrooms, fleur-de-lis, and pigs. Um, Pigs, you know, for a piggy bank representing abundance. The other things that I found interesting was 
here we go. In Brazil, at midnight, you can go out to the water and if you jump seven waves and make a wish for each one of those seven waves, that's the most desirable way to start the new year, which I thought, hmm, warm Brazilian waters, jumping in waves, that is a desirable way to start the new year. Yes. Uh, making making wishes? Yeah, I can see why that that's a thing. That sounds good to me. Um <clears throat> other traditions are are smashing cups and dishes on your loved ones and friends front porches. And the tradition there is that the more smashing and shards you have on your front porch, the better and more explosive your good luck is. Um, that That's a tradition that comes to us from Denmark. And um, also is another good tradition is eating fish on New Year's Eve night um, because fish only swim in one direction and that's forward. So... I found that to be interesting. Um, Although it doesn't say where this tradition comes from. So there's that. Also eating 12 grapes at midnight. Again, grapes being round, 12, one for each clock strike. And if you can finish chewing and swallowing by the end of the 12 chimes, then that's extra lucky. So that, um, that's a fun tradition, especially if you can manage all of that. Um, in addition to giving a loved one a kiss right at the top of the new year, there's, there's that, that's a pretty common tradition. Um, the other fun tradition that comes to us from Ireland is if you take some of that leftover mistletoe from Christmas, but put it under your pillow that night, supposedly you'll dream about your love, your your lover, your loved one, your your partner. So don't let the mistletoe go to waste. Tuck it under your pillow. Um, another fun tradition that you could take up is the Greeks use onions because they're a symbol of good luck and fertility because they sprout even when no one is watching or paying attention, right? We all have had onions sprout on us in the cupboard when we forgot about them. Um, so you can hang onions, a, a bag of onions, a cluster, a braid, whatever, on your front porch. That would be in keeping with the Greek tradition. Denmark, people leap into January. Everyone stands on a chair, and as the the clock rolls over, they literally leap from the chair to the ground and um, leap into the new year. That's a fun tradition. So simple, so easy. You don't need much to to make that happen. The other thing is you can buy a a lucky charm to remind yourself and your loved ones that, you know, this is a good year. You intend to bring it in with luck. 
um, four leaf clovers, pigs, mushrooms, um, anything that's like a coin or money would be a good lucky charm. Um, anyway, there's, there's lots you could choose from there. <clears throat> Flemish farmers apparently would rise early on the January 1st and wish Happy New Year's to the cows, pigs, chickens, horses, and other farm animals. So don't forget to uh, love on your animals extra. Wish them a Happy New Year as well. Why not? Let the goodness extend to all of the people in your house and all the creatures in your house. Why not? Um, some other traditions are where you, the Irish, some colorful folks. I know I, I'm Irish. Um, they take Christmas bread from earlier in the week and they kind of bang it on the walls of the homes and it's supposed to chase out any bad spirits out of the house so that the new year can start off with a good clean slate so if you have any day old stale christmas bread feel free to smash that about your house on the walls i imagine you could accomplish this while putting the the bread in the bag i don't know does it have to be bread direct to the walls or bread in a bag I think I'll leave, I'll leave that up to you. Um, for me, that would be a within a bag kind of situation because it is not good luck to have to clean up a mess first thing in the new year. So there's that. Okay. Another fun tradition is where from Colombia, people take empty suitcases and run around the block as fast as they can. And it's supposed to help usher in a year filled with travel. Boy, howdy, could we all use some of that after being in lockdown from the pandemic? My question is, why an empty suitcase? Wouldn't you want to, like, throw a few things in and then run around the block to, like, really ensure that you're traveling? For me, that would be, like, toothpaste and toothbrush and underwear. I understand you not wanting to fully load it because it's going to slow you down when you run around the block real fast, but... Um, anyway, fun tradition coming to you from Colombia. Um, what else did I write down here? Oh, 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 you know, just how there's the tradition of baking a little tiny, uh, like a plastic baby Jesus from the nativity into cake during Christmas time. Uh, that's a tradition that comes to us from Latin America. You can do the same type of thing with cake or bread and bake a coin in it or an almond. And whoever gets the coin or the almond will have extra, extra good luck for the new year. So that's a tradition of baking a coin or an almond into a cake or a bread. Um, that's a pretty worldwide fun way to celebrate the holiday. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any others that I missed looking over my notes. Do you have any traditions? Do you have any fun folklore that points you in the direction of 
how to celebrate, what superstitions to pay attention to, which ones um, are cute and charming that you enjoy participating in. Have you traveled? Did you participate in anything that that we didn't talk about? Do you have friends and from other cultures and you you've shared New Year's with them? What have you learned? What fun, unique, cool traditions have you participated in that made a an impact on you. You know, this is to bring in fun, joy. It's a fun time of year. Um, so create a little tradition around this. If you don't have one already, you can. You can create one um, that doesn't just have to be about heavy, pressurized, all or nothing, conquer do it perfectly, do it every day, resolutions. That for me, resolutions just wind up being a way of self-torture. I can't do a resolution without it feeling like an epic battle or chore. So if you feel that way too, ditch the resolutions And instead, come up with a fun tradition of how to fun, filled, joyfully, whimsically, with merriment, usher in the new year. How can you do that? Yeah. You've got time to figure it out. And if you like what you do this year, you can do it again next year. If you try something new this year and wasn't quite fun for you or you didn't nail it, guess what? You could try again next year. And we'll just keep trying and trying until we find the fun tradition that you love, enjoy, and want, and want to repeat year after year. Yeah. Let's do that. So I hope this was fun and a little bit lighthearted. Thank you so much for being here today. And I hope you have a, a happy day today and a happy new year. We definitely all deserve it. Thanks for being here and uh, hope you have a wonderful, wonderful year ahead. Gosh, it's hard to shut this episode down knowing that there's one more day of the year. So anyway, I'm just have I'm I'm feeling nostalgic right now in this moment. Um, I'll still be coming back though. Nothing around here is changing, and I'll I'll talk to you later. All right, bye for now. Thank you for listening to Family in the Fray and spending your precious time with me. Hopefully, you're taking away new insights and tools to make your journey less painful. If you find this valuable, feel free to share this podcast with other targeted parents, step-parents, and grandparents, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave a review and rating. Plus, let's get the word out so every targeted parent who needs this can find it. From experience, I know being a targeted parent is hard, and you probably need tons of quality support. I am so thankful to be here for you. For more information on working with me, refer to the show notes. As always, take care until next time and wishing you ease.